All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Business Blast podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Tyler Wagner. As always, today's sponsor is Authors Unite. And if you want to become a successful author, Authors Unite is the place to go. So head on over to AuthorsUnite.com to check out a free case study that will teach you how to do exactly that. And now, let's jump into the episode. All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Business Blast podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Wagner. Today, I have Charmaine Hammond with us. She is a four times international best-selling author, professional speaker, and expert at helping authors sell more books, sell books in bulk, get sponsorship for their book tours and events, and make a bigger impact with their message. So welcome to the show. Thank you. Great to be with you today. Of course. Grateful to have you on. So uh, we'd like to get to know you on the show real quick to start off. So the first one I got for you is what is the best story from your life that has an underlying valuable message? Oh, you know, it probably dates back to my first career, which had nothing to do with being an author, but I was a correctional officer in the jail system in Canada. And I learned the importance of asking for help. And that has been such a valuable message. I'm glad I learned that early on because it's been critical for me now 25 years later as a business owner. Mm. And then what is the most valuable piece of information we should know that's within your expertise or industry? Well, one of the things that's so critical for authors to know is that through collaboration and sponsorship, there are ways that authors can get sponsors to purchase their books in bulk, support and fund speaking and book tours, uh, book events, and sponsorship is a great way to help authors uh, create what I call the three eyes, which is more income, more influence, and a bigger impact through their message and through their book. Absolutely. That's all. So I'd like to dive a little deeper into that if you're willing. Like how, how do you how do you get sponsors for authors? Like is there like a process or is it different every time? Yeah, we've got a I, I work on a seven step model that we created through Raise a Dream that takes people right through the whole process of first of all figuring out who your audience is. And of course, as authors writing books, that's one of the things we must do early on is figure out exactly who our audience is. And then the second thing that we have to do is look at what are the activities related to our book that we'll be doing? For example, book signings and maybe speaking events or Q&A sessions around the book. Some authors are doing book tours. So you wanna look at what are all the different activities that you're doing because in those activities, there are ways to integrate sponsors and sponsors are really businesses who are choosing to spend their marketing dollars on that author because they're interested in the audience that the author attracts. So when you're clear on your, on your, uh, your audience, really super clear on your audience, you know where you're going to be able to bring marketing exposure and for a sponsor. The next thing we have to do is identify who are the brands and companies that would be a perfect fit uh, from a value perspective and then start to research them and, and then reach out to them. Ah, I see. Okay. And then they, they would basically, the companies um, could put maybe like advertisements or something in the book and then they could pay for some of the marketing. Is that kind of where you're going with it? That might be one idea. One of our clients actually did something really cool. She had written a book uh, to, 
to the audience of women entrepreneurs and she found a technology company uh, who wanted to get in front of women entrepreneurs and they paid her cash. It was about $3,500 to just basically have their logo and website and a little discount coupon that was for $50 off for any tech support. And that went on the back of her bookmarks. So they basically paid for the cost of a thousand bookmarks, paid her $3,500 to slip the bookmarks into her books when she was speaking in front of audiences of women entrepreneurs. And so that was a great example of being innovative and helping the sponsor at the same time the sponsor was helping that author. And then we've also seen um, some authors be able to get cash or in-kind sponsorship for things like a motorhome to go on a book tour or um, some of their speaking events paid for, venue space to hold book signings if they were looking at doing something in a non-traditional book signing environment, um, travel, printing, clothing even <laughs> can be sponsored. So the list is really endless about how authors can bring sponsorship into their revenue and influence system in their business. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I, I love that. There's some great advice. Um, so next one is what's your best piece of overall business advice? So not necessarily industry specific. Oh, overall business advice. Um, I think it would be to two things to have a plan and then to have a team that can support you. A lot of my business growth over here was sort of like coming up with a great idea and just running with it. And later I would look back and say, wow, if only I had a plan. <laughs> and <laughs> and when, you, <laughs> when you have a plan, it's easier to identify who are the people that you can collaborate with and partner with and bring onto your team. A team doesn't have to be paid employees. It can be people that really believe in what you're doing with your book and with your business who want to get behind and support you in some way. And, and that was one of the lessons that I learned from a business perspective is that it can be really lonely um, to be in business. It can be lonely to be an entrepreneur. And the majority of people you meet want you to be successful, but they just don't know how to help you if you don't create that opportunity for them. So that second piece with the plan is sharing your plan and your dreams with people so they can step up and say, let me be a champion for me or, or for you, or how can I help you? Yeah, no, um, absolutely love that. I, I agree. I think when, especially when you first start out and you're like a solopreneur, mm -hmm. it definitely can get a little lonely. And then when you start to get your first few employees, then it's a little bit more like team, build some culture yep. in there, feels, uh, feels better. But I think the beginning and even as it progresses, I mean, there's just always times like you're not necessarily going into an office, you know what I mean? So exactly, human connection aspect can uh, be a little dull at times. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it really reminds me of, I guess, that overall lesson question you just asked is how important relationships are. They're yeah. really at the root and foundation of everything we do as an author and, and in business. Agreed. Um, and then, so now let's talk about your younger self. So if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would that be? Oh, if I was to go back and give my younger self advice, I think it would be to stop shrinking my dreams. I, I think a lot of times that, um, I would have a great idea and then I would find all the reasons why it couldn't work or why it would fail. And then all of a sudden this big dream that could impact the world in an incredible way um, becomes 
a little dream that really is going to have no purpose or just a limited impact so that that cliche that we hear all the time dream big uh, you know that's the message i would give to my younger self is dream big and then actually stretch it a bit more mm -hmm. and then in your opinion what is the key to happiness mm, what a great question the key to happiness, uh, I think, is being able to identify um, what gives you joy, first of all, and being able to build that into your life. It's so easy for us to get mired down in, in the work that we have to do instead of the work that we love. And I know my key to happiness is when I build in opportunities to do some things I love, not just focused on the things that have to be done. And then what is the, uh, we'll go to books. Uh, what is the best book that you've read and what was the number one thing you learned from that? Oh, you know, one of the best books I read was E-Myth, which I think now has a couple of editions by Michael Gerber. And um, that book was so helpful for me in understanding the importance of setting up systems. I realized when I read the E-Myth that I was duplicating so many things over and over again and i had no systems behind what i was doing so everything took more time more energy and more money and then having systems and processes not only made it easier and more cost effective but it was also something i could hand off to someone when you've got a system or a process you can give it to a friend a family member a volunteer or a paid employee or a virtual assistant to take on for you because you've got that system created so that was really powerful mm -hmm. And then what is your favorite quote and why? Oh, I love Oscar Wilde's quote, be yourself because everyone else is already taken. And it just reminds me of how unique we all are and that we all have gifts and talents that the world needs to see and hear and um, to be able to share those and not try and compare yourself to others, not try and be someone else, but to simply be you with all its imperfections that, that may come with it, um, just be yourself. Mm -hmm. Well, listen, thanks so much for coming on. The last one I got for you, where can I, we have a lot of authors that listen to the show. So where can our uh, listeners best connect with you and find out more about how you could potentially help them with their books? Thank you for that. The best way to reach me would be through our website, which is raiseadream.com, raiseadream.com. Perfect. Thanks again. Thank you.